0: Services Group Recruitment Podcast for job seekers and employees alike. Welcome to the first episode of our Connecting to People series. Today we're joined by Stephen Holborn, the Service Director of Commercial Services Group Recruitment Division. Stephen, would you like to introduce yourself a little bit?
1: Hello all, my name is Stephen Hoban. I'm Services Director for Commercial Services Group, where I operationally oversee our managed service and joint venture initiatives and our externally facing trading brands.
0: We thought it'd be great to have an interview that followed the timeline of someone who has just started looking for a job, all the way to getting an interview for a job they've been hoping for. The first step of anyone's journey would begin with networking. So Stephen, without further ado, A simple question with a not-so-simple answer. Why should you network?
1: Yes, it's a really good point, Joe. I think it is an area that a lot of people don't take as seriously as they should in terms of their ongoing career progression. I think it's widely recognised that people who network efficiently and very much proactively engage with their network do tend to progress better through their careers. I think it was statistically broken down by, by a business uh, professional and it's widely kind of used in seminars, etc. There are about 10% of of your progression is down to being competent and, and good at what you do. About 30% is down to your uh, professional brand and how you're perceived by others. And, and the remaining 60 is down to networking and your ability to do so effectively. So I think it plays a very important role in in your overall career and the, the, the life cycle of your career but actually i think there's many other reasons why being involved in, in networking activities is important i think if you work in a very specialist skill area it can allow you access to similar similarly minded individuals where you can share best practice or a latest intelligence in the market and that can help you know indirectly widen your skill set um, and obviously the, the obvious one is, you know, it widens the number of opportunities available to you if your network is extensive and actively engaged. Um, so, yeah, I think it, it is important. I think also it's important to recognise there is a skill. Um, different people, I think, network to different levels uh, naturally. Uh, but to really, you know, maximise the effectiveness of your network, it does take time, it takes investment to, to not only make those appropriate connections in the first place, but to build those relationships and, and have an effective network. So it is a skill that you should treat as part of your job search, but overall your overall career planning is to invest the time and learn the skills to, to truly you know, network
0: effectively. Brilliant. Thank you. I mean, 60%, that's a pretty significant stat to ignore. Um, for many of our listeners that may be panicking hearing that, can you settle their nerves and say, when does networking truly begin? Are they too late?
1: Yeah, oddly enough, I, I, I've already recently been exposed to that stat myself, so I can I can empathise with everybody thinking, hold on, I've missed a, a huge chunk of, of, you know, how I could have been progressing my career. So I understand that. And I think the important thing is to recognise that there's... You know you haven't missed the boat you can be right at the beginning of your career you can be part way through or you know as, as i may be kind of in a mature career position but there's still many benefits to networking so even if it's something that you you know think oh well i didn't recognize that it is something i need to work on it's not too late i think when does it begin well actually it begins With with every interaction you make, really, um, well, maybe not every interaction, but certainly every business interaction, so it's kind of with every colleague that you come across, every customer you deal with, every potential client that you may or may May or may have spoken to or develop a long term relationship with, and even some prospective individuals that you know aren't in your network yet, but you can see through uh, what they do on a daily basis perhaps a role that's very similar to yours, or they are recognized experts in a particular area or influencers or whatever you would call it. So, I think from the minute you understand that it's an important role, then that's the perfect time to start. It's not too Um, disastrous to suddenly think well I've never really been involved in this so you know now I'm going to have to replicate the last 20 years and make up for it Um, but it is it is an amazing statistic and it did take me by surprise but I think once you know that you can look around probably in your own experience and see you know individuals that have progressed um and think, well, I didn't really understand why they have maybe, you know, got that job that I could have went for, but we do whether whether it's a, a British thing, I don't know, but certainly there's a little bit of a hiding behind our own bushel. So we kind of believe that if we just go about doing our job diligently and do a very good job, then the career opportunities will come our way. And for some people that That does happen. And for some really progressive organizations, they have things in place that recognize talent coming through their organizations and are very proactive in managing that. But actually, some places aren't. And sometimes, you know, companies that perhaps aren't as progressive can not deliberately hold people in certain positions, but are they genuinely looking to progress someone who's highly competent in an area, particularly if they've got a skill set that is, you know, going to be difficult to replace? So I think. You do have to take ownership of your own career, even if it's right at the very start of it. That's not to say you have to have every stage mapped out, but you know to know that you want to progress and to build that network around um, a network that might help create or support those opportunities, whether directly, as in yes, this person's a hiring manager for a company I want to work for further down the line, or just this person is clearly an expert and well-renowned in their field. So, you know, being connected to them and sharing content that they then like, for example, on social media, that adds a kind of credibility to yourself. So I think it's never too late, but it's a case of, you know, recognising it as part of the puzzle and trying to, you know, find the strategies to give it the
0: time it deserves, I think. Amazing, thank you. So based on that answer, it sounds like there isn't really a good or a bad time or place to make a business connection. Whenever you find someone in the relevant sector or even just a similar position that you're after, make the connection and grow your network. But for those of us that may feel like they're falling behind and want to speed up a little bit with their networking, are there any places they can go to start creating their own network as quickly as possible?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think you know there are certainly... Well, particularly now, more than ever, with things such as uh, you know the, the rise of things like webinars. In, in perhaps maybe ten years ago, if I look at my career, it would it would have to be around attending you know large large um, conferences or seminars, you know a trip to London and a day out to try and maximize it's very difficult for people to do that particularly in in less senior roles because you know you can't really say to your, your hiring manager, I want to go to London because I you know potentially want to network with all these people but the access to various groups, uh, seminars, webinars etc that are now virtual and online, really has widened that Um, and the amount of I suppose content for want of a better word that's available you know whether it be on YouTube TED Talks individuals who you know I'm not saying you necessarily link with everybody that looks great on YouTube. What I'm kind of saying is the amount of content or the the potential touch points of finding out who these people are is much wider than it was. Uh, But yes, you know, on a more basic level, it might be as simple as finding small groups of like-minded individual business owners in a local area uh, with a view to networking to drive uh, greater sales generation opportunities on a a larger corporate level. It might be looking at individuals who have same the same roles as you do in different organizations and likewise through uh, if you look at LinkedIn for example there's a huge number of groups uh, that you can follow there's organizations you can follow and there's trade magazines that you can follow and the ability to Share articles yourself that you may have read either in a book or you may have picked up from, you know, the the, the 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 news or the press. If you think it's relevant to your network, then sharing things and being proactive in that network is is now in many ways easier than ever. It still takes the work, but the. the the touch points that are open to you are significantly more through the rise of of social media than perhaps they were 10, 20 years ago when it would be, you know, perhaps a bit more of a face-to-face, old school style way of networking.
0: Excellent. Thank you. So, would you say that there are any important factors to consider when trying to create these business connections? Yes,
1: I, th- I think there is. I think that there needs to be. So, so first of all, there needs to be a kind of reason for the connection. You know, just suddenly deciding that you don't think your network is is very large. So, if I if I just take LinkedIn or Facebook as an example, to suddenly rush out and try and connect with everybody doesn't necessarily mean you will you will have a good network. I think the important thing is to focus on having a good network not a large network i think it's also important to be open and honest with people that you are engaging with so and also to do so on a reciprocal or mutual benefit arrangement so you may not for example want to reach out to you know, the chief exec of Google and say, you know, I'd love to connect with you because at some point I want to get a job with your organisation. I mean, that might actually work, I don't know. But, you know, it's more likely, for example, that you may reach out to, uh, say you're a procurement manager, you may reach out to various other procurement managers across your sector, whether that be, you know, something very specific like FMCG or recruitment or uh, public sector and say, you know, I'm really keen to connect with like-minded individuals that work in the same space for the sharing of sharing of ideas and collaborating in the future. And you know, when someone then comes back and and makes that connection with you, it's perhaps then about you know. Taking that the next stage, can can we find five or ten minutes to catch up to see that where you know where our interests interests might be congruent and where there's a space for us? And part of that is, I think this is my personal approach, but part of that is about understanding how you may be able to help them because there's a lot of relationships and a lot of stuff on LinkedIn, for example, that I'm sure we all get, which is, you know, I'd like to connect because I want to sell you something. Um, now that's that's a sales generation call. It's a kind of replacement from from a cold call. Whereas if you're trying to create a relationship where it's, can I have some time to find out what sort of thing might be interest of interest to you? Should I come across it? Then that builds a builds a relationship based on reciprocity, which you know is often more effective in terms of creating a long term long-term relationship because you know, if you can do something for somebody else then human nature kind of dictates at some point they'll be more inclined to want to do something for you and that something might be make another connection that might be even more relevant for you it might be you know giving some sort of uh, credibility to to content you share it might be uh, you know might be as literal as making you aware of an opportunity that's coming up in their organization But I think it's it's kind of important. I suppose the point I'm making is you want to build a network that's around much more than just who can I, you know, who can I reach out to the next time I'm looking for a job. It's much more multifaceted than that. If if you truly want to be a really strong strong and open network.
0: Great. So if you build networks, you should find openings where there wouldn't have been any otherwise. A network contributes a significant amount to finding your dream job, so make sure you get started. Next week, we'll be discussing CVs with Stephen and how to construct one from the ground up. See you then, and make sure to tune in at the end of the month to hear the full, unedited interview.